0: What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins. Today on the show, we are looking at the quarterback free agency class for quarterbacks whose skill sets might be best suited to serve as the backup for Tua Tungvaloa in 2023.
1: You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's good on Dolphins fans, Kyle Krabs of Locked on Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked on Network. want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day, even if today on Thursday, January 6th, 2023, we're getting the show out in the afternoon. And the reason why is we wanted to spend a little bit of extra time doing research on this quarterback for agency class because I was asked the question on social media by a couple of people. I don't want to tip my cap to all of you for the content here on this Thursday, but I've talked a lot about on the show how the Dolphins the last two years have backup quarterbacks whose skill sets contrast against the strengths of your starter and the challenges that that has presented. Well, today on the show, we're going to be committed to exploring what candidates might not have contrasting skill sets. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. So it's lunchtime here on Thursday. And I spent a pretty significant amount of time this morning going through the free agent quarterback class to be players that I knew players that I didn't as part of my responsibilities for over at the draft network. We do have pro scouting. Uh, So there are certain teams across the NFL that I've been responsible for watching intermittently every two weeks throughout the entire season to know the ins and outs of nine teams to be exact. And the dolphins of course are among them. There were some other teams uh, that had free agent quarterbacks that were on this list the Bucks, the Rams. I uh, also had the New York Giants. So you look at those teams alone, and you have Tom Brady. You have Baker Mayfield with the Rams, technically. You have Daniel Jones. Those are three of the top six from a cost of their last contract perspective, cost for the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, not all of these names are going to be candidates to serve as the backup. For Tua in 2023. But at this point in time, the Dolphins have told us that they expect Tua Tagovailoa to be back. They've made a verbal commitment to him to be the starter. We're going to operate under that assumption. We're going to live in the world in which the Dolphins bring Tua back. And, and then we have to ask ourselves the question, how did the story end in the last two years when Tua missed time? Well, Jacoby Brissett was like pulling teeth to move the ball. And some of that was coaching related. Absolutely. But then this year with Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar, I think, had a little bit more overlap. And ironically, that's why he got the play. But as a seventh-round rookie, he's the Dolphins are too good of a roster to put a seventh-round rookie in those shoes. You need to have somebody with more talent, with more readiness to play at a high level in the NFL, as evidenced by you look at, uh, from an EPA perspective, expected points added perspective per snap is a statistic that I think is is fairly relevant. And I don't think all statistics or gradings of film studies are. Uh, Skylar Thompson, in the last 15 years, had like a bottom 10 performance in the playoff game against the Bills. I think adequate level play at that position, you win that football game. Well, they obviously didn't, and then the Bills, we were just crushed to see losing the following round of the Bengals, but um, nevertheless, the Dolphins uh, missed opportunity this year, and they need to be better at the backup quarterback position this year than they were in 2022 and in 2021. So what I want to do is I want to read through the names and read through all the names of scheduled free agent quarterbacks as things currently stand. I have the list out here in front of me right now. And then what we will do from there is we will identify which of the players on this list make sense for the Dolphins as potential fits. We have Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Case Keenum, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby Brissett, Geno Smith, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Mike White, CJ Bethard, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Lamar Jackson, Blaine Gabbert, Chase Daniel, Chad Henney, Nick Mullins, Drew Locke, Brandon Allen, Josh Johnson, Nate Sudfeld, Nathan Peterman, Jeff Driscoll, Cooper Rush, Brett Rippian, Tyler Huntley, John Wolford, Philip Walker, Trace McSorley, Jared Stidham, Bryce Perkins, Easton Stick, Gardner Minshew, and Shane Buscelli. Those are all scheduled free agents at the quarterback position across all 32 teams in the entire NFL right now. So, not an overly expiring list. Inspiring list. Right, I think that's the first thing that stands out when you when you look at it. You say, "Oh, okay." Like, don't feel great about your options. There's a couple names that we can eliminate as restic- restricted free agents. Those players include Shane Buscelli, Bryce Perkins. Those are exclusive rights restricted free agents. If those teams want them back in any capacity, they will bring them back. Philip Walker, John Wolford, Tyler Huntley, Brett Ripon restricted free agents. The team will have a right of first refusal for any offer made to those teams if they tender them. Some of them might not get a tender, but for a backup quarterback position, you know, economically speaking, an original round tender for most of those guys is going to be pretty cost effective. So I expect they're, they're probably going to be back with their respective teams. From this list, you can also eliminate a couple of, of quarterbacks that just, quite frankly, are going to be starters elsewhere. You're not going to get a player with a starting quarterback resume who's going to sign to be the backup with the Dolphins verbally committed to Tua to Tagovailoa, Tom Brady. Cross him off the list. I think you could put Jimmy Garoppolo on this list, to be honest with you. I think he will get a chance to start somewhere. I think he's your worst case scenario, for if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, is you're the strikeout option for the Jets. Uh, the Jets today hired Nathaniel Hackett to be the offensive coordinator. That obviously has a lot of people buzzing about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. I don't know if that's going to manifest itself or not, but what I do know is that Jimmy Garoppolo having experience with Robert Sala, that feels like you're in case of an emergency break glass option at the quarterback position. Daniel Jones will be back with the New York Giants uh, in one capacity or another, whether that comes from a contract extension of the franchise tag. You generally feel like Geno Smith is going to be back with the Seattle Seahawks as well after passing for 4,300 yards and 30 touchdowns. Awesome year for Geno Smith. Deserves a chance to be a starter somewhere in Seattle. He obviously has a sweat equity. Lamar Jackson, uh, he's either going to be back with Baltimore or he's going to command multiple first-round picks and a largely fully guaranteed contract. He ain't going to be the backup for the Dolphins. Probably not going to be the starter for the Dolphins. So that eliminates a, a pretty hefty amount of this list. We just got rid of about seven or eight names from what was already an underwhelming quarterback list. So who are some of the players who do and don't make sense that are remaining? I'm glad you asked. It's exactly what we're going to talk, talk about and tackle here next on Locked on Dolphins after a quick message from our friends over at FanDuel. NFL playoffs are here. Conference championship games this weekend. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. If you're new to FanDuel, it's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports easy and fun. New customers can join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. You can sign up at fanduel.com/slash locked on. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads, player props. You name it, plus you can combine your bets for an even bigger chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlays, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash locked on. That is fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL.
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: So, the nice thing here is among the top 10 names that aren't Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo and Daniel Jones and Geno Smith, there's a number of names that you can just automatically lop right off the list because they've been the Dolphins' backup quarterback the last two years. Jacoby Brissett and Teddy Bridgewater. It's pretty safe to say these guys do not have the skill sets that complement the skill sets of Tua Tagovailoa. They will not allow you to run similar concepts with similar core staples and ball fakes and RPOs and play action passing that Tua Tagovailoa does. They just won't. They're not anticipation throwers. So that leaves you with amongst the top names from their 2022 average contract value. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, two first-round picks from the 2018 NFL draft. Case Keenum, a 35-year-old veteran, Mason Rudolph. Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, a couple 35-plus-year-olds. Don't really get the warm and fuzzies here. I'll say this. Of the quarterbacks on this list, I would be inclined to say that Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum are the two with the skill sets that probably best align with what Tua does. Sam Darnold is notoriously a hold-the-ball type of thrower, and I don't think Baker Mayfield's a huge anticipatory thrower at this stage in his career either but he's a rhythm thrower and he is a compact base and he can reset himself in the pocket. Sam isn't the same kind of quick twitch within the pocket, quick feet to reset himself to throw. He's going to get outside the pocket, look to run a little bit more. The challenge is those guys are coming off the end of their rookie contracts in 2018. Uh, Darnold, was 7.5 million. Baker was 8.1 million. That was the number one and the number three overall picks in that 2018 NFL draft last year, or, or last year being the last year of their contracts. I don't think either one of these guys is going to get traction towards a starting role. And because of that, I think they're intriguing plays for the Dolphins because they clearly have talent. They were top five picks at the quarterback position. I think of Darnold and Mayfield, Mayfield probably has a more complementary skill set of what the Dolphins are trying to do with Tua. You know, you could take all the clips from Cleveland of Odell Beckham being opened and Baker not finding him in the progression. And yeah, there's, there's growth that's needed there. But from a backup quarterback, both of these guys are guys that have started games. They're used to pressure. They're also used to being backups. They've kind of been through it in the league a little bit, and there's some intriguing upside for you might catch lightning in a bottle with a very clearly talented guys, so much so that they were able to be top picks. That intrigues me. It really does. What's the market for Mayfield and Donald? I don't know. But I could tell you your backup market. You look at guys that signed backup quarterback contracts: Teddy Bridgewater six and a half, Jimmy Garoppolo restructured with it. Trey Lance expected to start at seven, Jacoby at four point six, Joe Flacco at three and a half, Andy Dalton at three. What was the Ryan Fitzpatrick deal that he signed? It was it was decent money, but that was even to be a starter when he signed it in twenty nineteen. C.J. Beathard, two and a half. I mean, you're you're talking for both of these guys, assuming they don't get signed to compete for a starting quarterback position. Mitchell Trubisky signed two years, 15 in Pittsburgh, to compete with Kenny Pickett. You're, you're talking seven and a half to $4 million. The Dolphins were on the six and a half last year with, with Teddy and six the year prior with Jacoby. So it would be nothing new for the Dolphins to have that kind of financial commitment. The tough pill to swallow is if you're going to do a one-year deal, there's no cap manipulation possible here. You're just going to take it on the nose. So do you bake in incentives based on playing time? Is that enough to sell a guy to come down and be the backup? I don't know. You're not really going to know until the market opens itself up. But those are names that are of interest amongst especially because there is some some lightning in a bottle upside with talented guys who used to be top picks. Case Keenum, uh, he's made a really nice career of just kind of going to places and floating around and not really playing a lot of games. He's made a lot of money in the NFL as a backup quarterback to hold a clipboard. He is a spread offense type of quarterback. Um, his best year came with Minnesota, the year that they – had the Minneapolis Miracle with Stephon Diggs over uh, the New Orleans Saints in the divisional round of the playoffs, and got belted by the Eagles in the divisional cha- or in the conference championship game. But he like he started like five years ago was a starter. Could you start for a month with Case Keenum? Yeah, I think you could. So I, I'd say Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and Case Keenum amongst the guys from a financial perspective were top echelon backup quarterback contracts last year. Are guys that I'd be interested in at least kick the tires on. I'm certainly not kicking the tires on Mason Rudolph, statue in the pocket. Not kicking the tires on Andy Dalton or Joe Flacco, statues in the pocket. Not really click, kicking the tires on C.J. Beathard, although there is a connection with Coach McDaniel in San Francisco. Beathard was a third-round pick. They traded up to draft him that year. Um, I think that was 20, 2016 they, they traded up to draft him. It was like the first Shanahan year. It was a weird class for San Francisco that year. Uh, has is going to be another one of those Case Keenum type players. It's always going to have a backup quarterback spot. You never want him to start games for you, actually. He came from Iowa. He's a lot more of an under true under center, run the ball under center, but he's got familiarity with the scheme, just not with the RPO elements that Tua has. So I think there's familiarity to not dismiss him completely, but also enough discrepancy where he wouldn't be super high up on my list, if that makes sense. Uh, Taylor Heineke is an interesting one. It's a little bit of a cockroach, and I mean that in the best way possible. Washington has tried to get rid of Taylor Heineke for like three years now, and they just can't. Whoever they've brought in, Heineke ends up taking plays because he's a gamer. He's a guy who wins outside of structure. He's fairly mobile. He's got an above-average arm. He's really tough. Uh, there's highs and lows with his decision-making, but that has to be expected with a lot of backup quarterbacks. Uh, he's been through some stuff. He played at lower levels professionally uh, before catching back on in the NFL with Washington. He'd be a player that I'd be really interested in getting a chance to, to have on the roster. Passed for 12 touchdowns and had 11 interceptions this past year. Well, if you're going to play a month with Taylor Heineke, I think you could get by. And he's financially a little bit more of a friendly option. That would be a name that I'd be particularly interested in in the lower end of the the veteran dollars as well because his last contract was was $2.38 million. Um, He played his college ball at Old Dominion. He's 29 now. He's almost 30. Uh, But I remember scouting Taylor Heineke when he first came out. And I think he's got probably more parallels to Skyler Thompson than he does Chua, but I think there's enough there with the mobility and the quickness and, and quick decision making and rhythm throws that Heineke, if you could get him under contract, not only would it serve as an adequate bridge from Tua skill sets to Heineke skill sets, but it actually would have pretty good mentor opportunity for Heineke to Skylar Thompson. So that's another interesting name for me. I'm crossing off Chase Daniel. Crossing off Chad Henny, Bless him. Congratulations, Chad, through his first career touchdown pass in the postseason in the divisional round for the Chiefs. Took him on a 98-yard drive. Um, I will certainly be rooting for the Chiefs this weekend. I do think the Bengals will win the game. Not that it matters, not that you asked, but um, that's kind of where I find myself. Nick Mullins, another former 49er that has familiarity with the system, is a name that's going to be hard to dismiss. If he's your backup, I'm a little underwhelmed. I think the floor's a little too low there. Um, And Kyle Shanahan, but then Kyle Shanahan, you look at what he's done with Brock Purdy, and you look at what the Dolphins did with Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater, and it it really, uh, I think the whole the Shanahan offense is familiar enough or quarterback-friendly enough that you could put anybody in there and get through it. Well, the Dolphins didn't do that, because we've seen what the offensive production looks like with two in the lineup versus two out of the lineup. So I think just assuming, oh, it's a quarterback-friendly system, well, Skylar Thompson had like the lowest net yards per attempt of any quarterback in the league this year, over 100 pass attempts. If you multiplied his pass attempts to qualify all time, it would be the second worst net yards attempt all time, and he's thrown at the same Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and the same offensive system that Tua is, in which is leading the league in adjusted net yards per attempt. So Nick Mullins being kind of a star... Of the Kyle Shanahan 49ers, oh, well, anybody can do it. I, I don't think that's relevant. for. Them. I think there's enough differences with how the Dolphins play offensively versus the 49ers that you can't connect those dots. Nick would be a good three, but I wouldn't want him as my two. And that's kind of into the stratosphere that you're getting here. Uh, Drew Locke, as a former second-round pick, might be an interesting bet to take. Obviously, he got outplayed by Geno Smith. Geno Smith took that job in Seattle. Locke was a part of the trade with Russell Wilson to send Russell to Denver. Uh, Locke is a little bit more big-armed of a pocket passer, but he can move, and he does kind of play a loose style. I could see him having some success with RPO passing. And Josh Johnson's thirty-seven years old. But you can't bank on him to be your starting qu- or your backup quarterback. Nate Peterman is, um, ramen. If I had to come up with a uh, a comparison for Nathan Peterman, it's it's having ramen for dinner every night. There's nothing exciting about it. The ceiling's low. It's probably going to taste the same and not that good. It's cheap. <laughs> uh, no thank you uh, for Nathan Peterman. So. Uh, We do have a couple names left and including one more that I would firmly consider if I were the Dolphins to serve in the backup role. And we're going to talk about who that is after remind you about our friends over at prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy done, right? You can pick, and this is a new adjustment. Now you can go from not two to five, you can go two to six players. They score more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 25 times your bet on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It is you versus the projections available in house. Prize Picks pro- offers projections on any sport that you watch, and entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. And with safe and fast withdrawals, it is currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. So if you put in a hundo, they're gonna give you another hundred dollars to play with with promo code locked on. So don't forget promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to one hundred
1: dollars. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Continuing on. The remaining names that we have not discussed, Jeff Driscoll, Cooper Rush, Brett Rippon, Tyler Huntley, John Wolford, Phillip Walker, Trace McSorley, Jarrett Stidham, Bryce Perkins, Easton Stick, Gardner Minshew, and Shane Buschelli. A number of these are unrestricted free agents, Ripon Huntley, Wolford, and Walker. Huntley is an interesting name, mobile quarterback, can run, get outside the pocket, make plays happen with his legs. That's one thing you cannot say definitively for either Jacoby Brissett or Teddy Bridgewater. Huntley has played significant snaps for the Ravens the last two years uh, with Lamar Jackson getting hurt towards the end of the season. He started a playoff game. We didn't fumble down on the two-yard line. The Ravens had a chance to win that football game. The Bengals are now playing for the conference championship. It's a game of margins. In the same way that the Dolphins lost in the margins against the Bills, the Ravens lost in the margins against the Bengals but he's got valuable experience. He's an interesting name, but not a name that I know is going to be available for the Dolphins because of his status as an unrestricted free agent and because of the questions around the availability of Lamar Jackson. Trace McSorley definitely played a brand of football at Penn State. That would make you believe this might be somebody from a quick twitch, play action pass, RPO ability. He's got a nice arm, pretty quick within the pocket but his ceiling's pretty low. It's Gardner Minshew. Minshew's the name. You look look at the experience that Gardner Minshew has. He's 26 years old. He's an unrestricted free agent. He was a day three draft selection when he came out. He had actually, his path is fascinating. He had originally gotten picked in the sixth round by the Jaguars in 2019, and he's just playing the last year of his rookie contract now. Like two years in Jacksonville, two years in Philadelphia. But he only got drafted because he transferred to Washington State. He was prepared to be an, assi- an offensive assistant, a graduate assistant with Alabama, and then changed his mind at the last minute to go play one more year and played at Washington State with the late coach Mike Leach and blew up and got himself drafted and went to the Senior Bowl and had a nice week. And um, he's played some pretty significant snaps. I think he's the most fascinating. And he kind of, again, he plays this loose brand of football. Uh, He's a big-time personality. He ended up starting 14 games or 12 games for the Jaguars his rookie season. He passed for 3,200 yards with 21 touchdowns and six interceptions. And he ran 67 times for 344 yards. And he started eight games for the Jaguars in 2018. And he was just as efficient as a pass. He actually had better efficiency numbers, and his completion percentage went up six points. He gets dealt the Philly, doesn't really play, a 60 attempts. And he has to start one game because Jalen Hurts got hurt this year at the end of the year. And the Eagles scored like 38 points against the Cowboys, and they just lost the game because the defense couldn't stop anybody. Look, man, that, that, that's a couple million dollars a year. You get somebody who has 23 career starts in Gardner Minshew, played in a spread offense and in the same light as some of the other guys that we talked about. You can put him right there in that bucket for me if Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. And you could just ask yourself, who's most interested in coming here? Who do we feel has the best overlap of skills? And financially speaking, who's going to be the most cost effective for the team? I don't know who it's going to be, but if you had to ask me to list my five candidates for the Dolphins to for their backup position in free agency, assuming you don't go the draft perspective, Baker Mayfield's on the list. Sam Darnold is on the list. Um, Gardner Minshew is definitely on the list. I'd probably put Tyler Huntley on this list and Taylor Heineken. If you get one of those five names to serve as your backup and you're operating in the assumption, we're going to operate in the assumption under this show until Tua Tungvala puts it out there and puts it on wax otherwise. but We're going to under operate in the assumption that your backup quarterback is going to start a month for you throughout the course of a, of a four-month season. It's just the assumption that we're going to make. There was an IR stint the last two years, and whether or not the IR stints were warranted in 2021 or not, I'm not really here to get into at the end of the day, two has missed enough time in each of the last two seasons that it's safe to assume your backup quarterback is going to need to start a month from the start of the year to the end of the year, whether it's consecutively or in spurts throughout the year. One of these five guys, I think, can get it done. Taylor Heineke, Gardner Minshew, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum. And if we don't want to put Case Keenawal on, we want to know the younger guy, I think Tyler Huntley is a restricted free agent. If he does not get tender, would be on that list over Keen. Some decent options. Whether or not the Dolphins land any or they choose to draft one and save $5 million a year or more, we'll find out. But that would be where I would start as guys whose, whose skill sets and, and talents best overlap with their opportunity to be a backup quarterback for the Dolphins. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. Fins up. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope to talk to you all again tomorrow.